Hi, I'm Curious Cass, and this is Curiosity Junkie. Today, I woke up thinking about my sisters. You see, recently, our father and our stepmother passed away within a month of each other, which I think is because they were married for 54 years. Honestly, they were both in poor health and they were truly in love with each other. I think my stepmother died of a broken heart. But I did wake up thinking about my sisters because it's Christmas Day. And what I was thinking was what a wild ride we have been on. I have two sisters. I have an older sister who is 13 months older. Yep, parents were um, busy. And then I have a younger sister who is two years younger. Now, the younger sister and I have always had, I don't know what you would call it, um, mischievous bond, maybe. We have been through more mm, trouble, (laughs) I think. Maybe that's what you call it. I don't know. Exploration, adventure. You know, when you're a kid, she was always the brave one. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Maybe I even encouraged some of it. I don't know. But her and I kind of had this bond of adventure and um, getting into trouble. My older sister tended to be more of like the second mom parenting us. You're going to get in trouble, rule follower. And as I was thinking about my sisters and how much I absolutely love them, and like any relationship, it's a love-hate, right? On any given day, you love them, you hate them, you're annoyed by them, you want to beat the crap out of them, you absolutely would fight and die for them. Like, it's a bond like no other. It's a sisterhood. That's what my sister used this morning when we were all texting Merry Christmas. She called it a sisterhood. And I thought, wow, that's a great word. And I do think a sisterhood can be more than siblings, but we're talking about siblings, which made me think about birth order and kind of like how all of that comes into play because we do kind of slide into these very specific roles, I feel like. And it kind of made me curious. Now, this last time we got together to figure out what to do after the death of two parents. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, uh, as we got together, we had a lot of fun. We did a lot of laughing. Um, We shared a lot of memories, but we also worked really well together, like just stepped in, made things happen, leaned on each other, got things done. Each of us kind of took on different sections of what we needed to get done. So I started kind of researching birth order and I think as I was reading it, I'm like, yeah, definitely we slide into these. Not that you're in them all the time. Maybe, maybe you take on some really strong characteristics through childhood into adulthood that kind of define who you are and how you show up. So I I was just doing a little research 
and you know me go to the internet where everything is true and factual. Um, there is a psychologist, Frank Soloway. He's the first one to really kind of put this theory of birth order and its effects out there and talked about how siblings try to be unique and how we go about trying to obtain attention and how this does shape who we are and how we interact with the world around us. Now, this is from an article on comprehensive medpsych systems founded on the internet, just searching for birth order. I was like, well, what are some of the personality traits? Because here's how I see us. My older sister is definitely more the mother protective warrior type. I tend to be more of like, I call it the peacekeeper. Let's all get along. And then my younger sister is the doer, like take action. She just moves and and does things, right? So that's how, how I see us. I would love to ask my sisters how they see each of us. It would be kind of fun to, to pick their brains about that. But as I was reading through, I found this on oldest child and some of the traits of the firstborn. And it says firstborn children can be goal-oriented, outspoken, stubborn, independent, and perfectionist. That, yeah, that sounds like my older sister. It says these traits are often reinforced by parents through their interactions with the child, which I can see that. So Firstborns tend to score high on conscientiousness and due to their surrogate parent role in the family and the responsibilities that go with that, they end up helping out with things like feeding, playing and entertaining the smaller children and will even feel protective over them, which makes them someone their siblings look up to and admire. Absolutely. I think both my younger sister and I looked at my older sister as someone we knew we could be ornery, out of control and whatever. She was always there. She was going to make sure we were okay. So I think we felt so safe that we were okay being a little push the limits, do things we weren't supposed to do because we knew she was somehow going to take care of us. Firstborns also score high on the aspect of extroversion known as dominance. Their privileged status as first child and the fact that it's in their best interest to continue to curry parental favor also plays a role in how their personality evolves. And then it goes to say that key birth order traits of the firstborn are go-getter, responsible, role model, determined, Rule follower, 100%. Hard worker, 100%. Cautious, bossy, what? Timely. Uh, Yeah, that pretty much describes my older sister exactly. I mean, yes, 100%. All of those things. <laughs> the rule follower one, number one, number one. Cautious and bossy. Bossy is a strong word, but yes, definitely in charge. All right. And then you roll into the middle child. That's me. I'm the middle one. They say middle children tend to stand out somewhat on agreeableness and openness to experience. I would agree with that. 
Dr. Salman says, and she would know because she's a middle child. Her book is all about the behaviors and personality traits of the middle children. So it goes on to say that middle children are highly invested in getting on well with others. Uh, Yep. They have experience negotiating for what they need within the family and always have to share divided parental investment. Absolutely. From the moment the second child is born, they share everything with their older sibling. So they never know what it's like to have 100% of their parents' attention. Interesting. Middle children can be diplomatic, nurturing, introspective, tentative, and have a tendency towards keeping the peace. Now, that is hilarious because I said when I was describing us, I am kind of like the peacekeeper or that's how I've always felt about my role in the sisterness, sisterhood. Okay, so it goes on to say claiming that middle child spot also has quite a few advantages. Being a middle child in your sibling's birth order means you're likely more creative since you've had time to teach yourself how to combat boredom and that you're likely super flexible and can adapt to changing situations. 100%. Wow. Okay. Very cool. All right, so some of the key birth order traits of middle children are adaptable, social butterfly, dreamer, generous, creative, rebellious, mm, okay, competitive, funny, great negotiator. I'll take that. That's pretty much, I can identify with all of those. You know, I have always said I'm not a competitive person, but I think when I really become a little more introspective, I am extremely competitive. It's that I don't like to lose. So I consider myself not competitive because if I'm not going to win, I'm not going to compete which is a terrible way to be. (laughs) I'm just being honest here. All my life, I'm like, I've never been competitive. I don't get competitive people. No, I'm competitive. I just don't want to compete if I know I'm not going to win. Hilarious. Uh, Social butterfly, I always thought of it more like chameleon. I would just kind of adapt and change. And honestly, I have sometimes thought that's not necessarily the best trait out there, like to just become whoever you're around. It's good to be able to really know who you are. And then if you want to adapt, great. All right. So now we move into youngest child birth order traits. So it does say parents with multiple kids are more laid back and lenient when it comes to raising their youngest child, the so-called baby of the family. This is why youngest children usually end up having a more happy-go-lucky personality. Uh, Yeah. In general, high agreeableness, extroversion, the social dimension, and openness are associated with the youngest children. Sometimes low conscientiousness due to lack of responsibility and parental indulgence over expectations. As a result, they tend to excel in areas involving a social dimension, but may always be seen or see themselves as the baby. Youngest children can be charismatic, 
creative, mischievous, boisterous, and dependent on others. Because no matter how old the youngest child turns, they will always fill one role, being the baby of the family. That's where the spoiled, can-do-no-wrong youngest child stereotype comes from. Yeah, there is something to that, isn't there? Like, they can just get away with anything. Honestly, I think as being a parent, very true. Firstborn, you're super protective, anxious. You probably create a lot of anxiety (laughs) for your firstborn and put a lot on them. And then when the second one comes on, you do kind of find yourself letting them do things for the younger sibling. Yeah, just all of it fascinating. I, I love birth order. So some key birth order traits of the youngest children, risk taker, 100% my sister, outgoing, absolutely dependent, maybe, persistent, fun-loving, charming, easygoing, free-spirited, yes, and spoiled. I don't know about the last one. I think that's uh, questionable, but definitely um, all the rest, free-spirited, easygoing, Yeah, that is my sister, my youngest sister, 100%. Now, if you're an only child and you're curious if you have birth order traits, you do. Only children have different influences, no siblings, so no sibling competition, and are the sole focus of the parental investment. As a result, parental expectations and pressure can be high, driving them toward traits shared with firstborns. Okay, I can see that. Some of these traits are ambitious, independent, bossy, and strong-willed. However, because only children don't have other siblings to play with or compete against growing up, they may be less competitive. But on the flip side, Only children can be independent and mature since they are often more around adults than kids, which makes absolute sense. And the only children I know are way more mature and absolutely 100% comfortable being around adults as children. Yeah. So key birth order traits for only children, mature, loyal, independent, confident, leader, cautious, curious, and sensitive. I don't know because I'm not an only child, so I can't speak to any of those. I'm sure there are only children out there going, yep, that's absolutely me. Now, I think there's something to birth order and the distance between the the birth of the next child. So I don't know the details, but I think I remember once reading something about if there's five or more years between children, the second one can sometimes almost be like a middle child, but have the personality traits of a firstborn because there's been enough time there that you'll pick up a little bit of both of the traits. And I'm sure the more time that goes by, the bigger the gap, the birth order traits tend to tend to change. But for the most part, I find it interesting that the traits pretty much match the way I would describe our personalities and kind of how we show up in the family dynamic. Now, 
when I woke up this morning and I reached out to say Merry Christmas, and I absolutely love spending time with you two beautiful human beings, one of my sisters responded with something around sisterhood. And then I was like, well, what is a sisterhood? Well, it's described as a bond that goes beyond being family. It connects women to each other and in its most magical manifestations allows each woman in the sisterhood to thrive in ways she could never do on her own. Amen. I do think there is such a power in a sisterhood. Now, I love that it said beyond being family, because I think a sisterhood is something you can have with other women. It doesn't have to be siblings, because I definitely have friends that I would consider part of my sisterhood. Absolutely, my sisters are in there, but I also have friends that are like sisters. I've heard them called satellite sisters, soul sisters, like there's a ton of names for it. It's a sisterhood. And I feel fortunate that I have sibling sisterhood and that I also have a friend sisterhood. If you don't have sisters, I hope you have amazing friends that are like sisters and treat you like sisters, which again, remember, it's a (laughs) love-hate. They'll torture you. Mm, They'll love you. They'll protect you. They'll fight for you. But they will also annoy you. And on that note, I'm going to close out this magical Christmas Day podcast with thank you all so much for tuning in over the last three years, four years. I don't even know how long it's been. I've had a blast doing these. It's always just what pops into my mind. So, Thank you so much for continuing to download and listen. Stay safe and stay curious, my friends. Well, I'm super excited about the new music that you're listening to today. It's from Jonathan Adams, a.k.a. Sonic Yogi. You can find more of his relaxing music at sonicyogi.com. 